0: Um, to this Saturday morning episode, I don't know if you can feel the morning vibes.
1: It's a very early morning, especially for Leo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for you, it's really not that
1: early. No, it's ten forty for me a.m. It's eight forty for
0: me, which really doesn't sound early, but I don't know. It it just feels early. Well, we this have morning.
1: we have been trying to deal with technical difficulties for forty minutes.
0: Minutes, this is which true,
1: explains actually. why we were up so early, but. <laughs> We're here now, and hopefully it all sounds okay. Yes. We are very grateful, though. We were
0: commenting on the fact that last episode, nobody messaged us about, like, the audio quality being extremely bad. So, I don't know if you guys were just polite. Yeah, because we, we don't know if you guys were just like, the oh, episode
1: They tried.
0: <laughs> or if it maybe actually wasn't that bad, because we also got so many, like, interesting DMs on the topic of the episode. Yeah. So... Um, I still wanna maybe post some on our stories so that everyone can kind of read and digest because it's just, yeah. I'm I'm glad to see that you guys had as many like complex thoughts and <laughs> stuff as as we were like trying to have. Don't know how complex they were, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like we just um, tapped
1: like the surface of what that yeah, conversation literally. could have been, and then everyone and
0: there's a whole ocean left.
1: <laughs> we got uncover. a lot of good good conversations. Though. It was so interesting to hear everyone's thoughts. Yeah. So thanks for sharing. And you know what? It's that, like,
0: the whole metaphor of, like, we've only kind of touched the surface and there's a whole ocean underneath is very fitting to today's episode because we'll be talking about what's underneath the surface of our mind. Of our
1: minds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be talking about our subconscious and let's go into our highs and lows first but then we can kind of say like how this topic idea came about came to our minds yeah amazing Cara do you want to kick off
1: yeah so my high of this week is my parents testing negative and like finally being home with them so my first full day was yesterday with them and my sister and her boyfriend have arrived as well so it was really just wholesome and I was working from home but it was quite a quiet day so I could just kind of chill and sit with them in the garden and have some of my mom's good food and we went to see the house that my parents were building but it was just so nice to be back home and nice weather and everything and today we're my parents have a little farmhouse so we're going to go spend the day at the pool which is why I made Leah wake up really early to record <laughs> But it's, uh, yeah, I love being home. It's I found this so funny as well because Leo's posting all these like autumn vibes on our Instagram. I was going to say that. And I'm not <laughs> feeling that just yet. I'm still like, let me make the most of the hot. Like, it's 34 degrees here. I'm not feeling autumn vibes just yet. Oh my god, 34 so degrees. We are on we are on very different vibe aesthetics at the minute.
0: <laughs> I was thinking this. It's so interesting on our Instagram because it's like, you... Posting from the pool, and then it's like me, like autumn leaves,
1: autumn playlist, <laughs> yeah. cozy. Oh my god, look how cozy! And I'm like, no, it's too bloody hot. I need to be outside. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's quite funny. And then in terms of lows, I actually don't have any this week. I feel very grateful. Yay! I'm, oh my god, we love those weeks. I know. I'm just so happy. Like, the highs outweigh any small inconvenience. So, like, there's there's no point even mentioning it this week. So, feeling good. <laughs> oh, I'm what so about happy you. for you. Thanks, girl. <laughs>
0: so, for me, again, it's going to be so opposite to yours. It's been autumn. <laughs> like, it's been like this. Because... I feel like I've mentioned this like a thousand and one times on the podcast, but autumn is like by far my favorite season in the whole entire universe. Like, especially the start of autumn, like September. I think there's something magic in the air. Like, it feels like you get a fresh star. I don't know if that's also from school system. Like, it always used to be like autumn is kind of like the beginning of a new season. And yeah, it feels like you can close off the summer like really appreciate those memories but then also slow down a bit more and like find comfort in those like small joys that I love so much yeah and so I've been loving that and also I think I've really been enjoying like the recharging that I needed from like the the hectic summer and I've been exploring the area like that I have moved into because I've mentioned this a couple of times but I've moved house recently and I've moved to a completely different area of London so it's been so fun to explore and not gonna lie this area is so much nicer than where I used to live (laughs) and I've been finding like so many cute bookstores and you know I found this bookstore which is like part coffee shop as well and the people were so nice and we had like a full half an hour conversation about books and like the ones that we read and And then I, like, there's so many cute antique stores and, you know, fresh food markets. And it's, it just brings me, yeah, it's just so, makes me very happy. And there's, like, a little park nearby where it's kind of, it's very residential. So people wouldn't go there to, like, go to a park, you know, it's not big enough for that. Which means it's quite empty and peaceful. But it just looks so pretty because of, like, the autumn leaves. Like, that's where, like, me and Cara went for, like, hot girl girl walks walks whenever she comes around (laughs) and um to be honest I don't have a low either I'm just feeling pretty pretty grateful as well like it just feels like a a fresh start and I feel very at peace and very yeah happy look at
1: us both not having lows this week (laughs) love
0: that for us also good because it keeps it short we don't have that much time (laughs) we don't
1: have time today I do love how you um, romanticize in a good way. Like, all those little things, like the local food markets and just, like, antique stores and stuff. I think that's... Those are things definitely worth romanticizing, I think. Yeah. I
0: There's think something I so really... nice about
1: having everything so close to you. and Yeah. And able to...
0: I think it's something that everyone can do. Like, everyone has whatever it is around you, even if you don't look, live in the prettiest area. You can maybe go on a bus half an hour away from you and like explore a new area and find joy and like even if you don't buy anything like it can just be so fun to like window shop and browse and just spend the day, speak to new people or you know especially now that is purchasing something but like I love just like getting a hot takeaway drink like chai or or coffee or tea or something okay quick question do you have this I really struggle with purchasing a tea when i'm outside of the house when it's not like actual loose leaf tea but it's just a tea bag Mm. and they charge you like 350 for it yeah like i know that it's just hot water and like a 10p tea bag
1: it feels illegal (laughs) i I can't believe no i i don't buy tea when i go out most of the time yeah because me neither i'm like it's really not worth it unless it's like this how do you say that word extravagant like display and everything um but if it's literally just water and a tea bag I'm like you can literally just ask for hot water and it's for free and just bring a tea bag with you
0: (laughs) I do that on planes (laughs) I started
1: doing it the only place I do it
0: is at an airport like that's when you know when it's like a morning and I still want to sleep on the plane like that's when I'd like buy a tea yeah but time zones and like money and everything doesn't exist in an airport it's its own parallel little (laughs) it really is
1: I feel like uh, coffee, though, you can justify spending that much money on. Yeah. But tea, definitely Yeah,
0: maybe it doesn't make sense, but, you know.
1: Let us know your thoughts if you're willing to spend money. Anyways, (laughs) do you want to give context into how we decided to do this episode?
0: Yes. So,
1: I was in Italy. And I had a bad
0: dream and it made me wake up and be in a really weird mood. You know, when you have a dream and it just impacts you, especially I think when you wake up in the middle of a dream cycle from your alarm. So you're like still fully present in your dream and you remember the feelings that you were having so vividly.
1: Mm, When it feels so real.
0: Yeah, and it properly like just made me feel off. And then I was just speaking about it with my friends. Um, because obviously we were all on this trip together, and I was telling them how I'm so frustrated because so many of my dreams are about like my fears and worries. Like it's kind of like my fears coming true. Obviously, often it's it's really weird. Sometimes I also just dream of like TV shows or whatever you know whatever I've like watched before bed or yeah, books or things. something like that. But when it's not, it's very often like about like fears and worries, and it feels so real. Like before an exam, I'd always dream that I was late to the exam and (laughs) I I dreamt one time that I was like naked on my school bus or like you know (laughs) random examples like this and it's kind of always been like that for as long as I can remember like I really rarely have super positive and happy dreams and I was saying this and then like one of my friends was like Leo like that's not normal (laughs) like (laughs) well not that's not normal but she was just saying that that means that (laughs) My subconscious is maybe holding on to those fears more than I am consciously aware of and that it's something that I should look into because it's clearly affecting me, even if I'm not realizing it, like consciously operating through my day and probably like hindering me in some way as well, because she was saying that, you know, like she has very positive, like she obviously maybe sometimes she has the odd bad dream, but the majority of the time they're like positive dreams. And some of the others were kind of saying that as well and I mean I know I spoke about it with my boyfriend and he <laughs> always had like really positive dreams <laughs> so and then I, I asked Kara about it because I just found it so interesting in terms of like I kind of just accepted it that dreams are how like I just process my fears and and worries and it's annoying but you know what can I do about it and then I asked Kara, and well you can say what what you said about your dreams I mean
1: I said I said the exact same thing like we both just couldn't remember a time where we ever had like a properly positive dream yeah um and I was saying basically the same thing that I can usually link my dreams to something that's happened during the day like when it comes to random like tangible things like if something's in my like a book that I was reading I'll probably find it in my dream Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I know why that was mentioned in my dream because I was actually reading it in real life but when it comes to like dreaming of more like painful things and like insecurities or like my relationship to people that's when I know that it's my like subconscious telling me that I'm afraid of whatever is coming up in my dream yeah um so for example when I first got into my relationship and I had like massive trust issues I would always dream that I was getting cheated on and, like, that's not random. Like, do you know why you're dreaming those things? Maybe because you're constantly think. Like, I was constantly thinking about it during my conscious what, state of mind. But it was so deep and, like, so entangled in, like, my thoughts that even when I was dreaming, it would come up. Um, yeah. And so def- I think they're definitely worth addressing and not just ignoring. Or, like, sometimes I dream that close relatives or whatever pass away and I'm like I think that's my fear that like they're getting yeah. old. So I think it's it's oh, well we're, we'll we'll go into it a bit later but we basically found out that your subconscious mind does dream um which is why these things come up and it basically made us really interested in like how that works and like what's the difference between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Yeah. So we thought it would be fun Just to educate ourselves about it, do a little episode. And um, this is going to be a part one, part two. Our part two is going to be how we tackle our subconscious when it can be negative towards how we live our lives. But this is going to be more of the what is it and some fun facts about it.
0: Yeah, kind of understanding our subconscious better. Um, And I just think it's so interesting because I think if you are able to control your subconscious or regulate it or influence it you can have so much power over your own thoughts and attitudes and behavior and impact your life in such a positive way and from like the research that we did I found it so interesting how the subconscious really in like all forms of religion in like science like it's such an important topic and almost like the science and obviously there are some things that are different but in a lot of ways the science and like I guess kind of what science books have said and researchers say versus like what scriptures say or religious texts say are actually like they align in in that way I think Mm. from like what I've read and I just think it it shows that it's so interesting and we should probably be paying it so much more attention than we do not probably we should (laughs) because i can start it's with just the first... so odd that
1: we accept that there's like 90 whatever it was it 90 or 95 percent of our brain does things and responds to behaviors and everything and that's just like at the back of our brain and we don't have access to it um and it all happens without our awareness of it and yeah. that controls so much of our life like it actually controls more of how we do things than our conscious mind yeah and we just like ignore it we're like oh yeah that's that's just how it works like I remember how to walk today because, I don't know, because my subconscious mind told me how to walk.
0: Yeah. I was going to really say off. this. Like, apparently neuroscientists have proven that most of our decisions, actions, emotions, and behavior depend on 95% of our brain activity, which is the subconscious mind. So yeah. 95% of our life comes from the programming that is in our subconscious mind. 95
1: that is an absurdly high number. Should we quickly differentiate between the conscious and the yeah. So the conscious mind is basically anything that we are currently aware of and we recognize. So it, it includes what we're feeling, what we're doing, what we're seeing, what we're touching and experiencing. So for example, just think of what you're doing right now. If you're actually properly thinking about it, you can start to notice the smells that you can smell in your room or even like the feeling of your clothes on your body or the feeling of your feet on the ground, these are all things that we're aware of in our conscious mind. Um, but in contrast, our subconscious is actually just what's working in the background. Um, and it's, they describe it as like a memory bank in one of the articles I've, I've read, we're going to source everything in the description of this episode. Um, but it permanently stores everything that's ever happened to us. and. It doesn't run out of space and it literally stores all these moments, memories and experiences, which then controls the way we behave um, and the way we act. Do you want to go into more detail or from your research? We haven't compared notes, so we don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, I just think it's so interesting. So our conscious mind is kind of known as like the self-aware or objective mind. And through that, like Cara said, we're kind of like aware of ourselves in the physical world and it's kind of like our mind as our five physical senses and it's the thing that's kind of receiving impressions from the outside world in kind of like just the raw inputs that have no meaning in itself and then it kind of modifies those inputs to give those meaning and then those adjusted inputs are then sent to your subjective subconscious mind
1: to then carry out whatever
0: we're doing as a response to what we've kind of consciously perceived so it's kind of also known as like the thinking mind and the emotional mind so the subconscious mind actually can't tell a difference between what's real or imagined it kind of has to just accept what it what you're giving it and like emotionalizes it um so the subconscious is really what's below the self-aware consciousness and it's a really important connector because it kind of just connects behaviors that we use all the time. And it's a database of programs, pretty much, through which then the conscious mind can create. So it's like what Kara was saying, like, I don't know, you don't have to worry when you're going to sleep about like your heart continuing to pump blood.
1: Yeah, all those things are our, our brain is telling us to do that. But it's just like in the like we can't recall or like we're not consciously thinking, OK, I need to make sure my heart is pumping blood everywhere like that's such an interesting it's also
0: interesting because here. apparently it's kind of the subconscious mind is apparently subjective in its nature and what subjective means is to, kind of means in this context that it's under the control of another so it basically means that the subconscious mind mm. is not only under or below our self-aware subconsciousness it's also subject to it which shows that we can control it if we want to and if we direct our attention to it. Mm.
1: Something really interesting about um, the fact that... So, like, literally every second we receive so many different... Like, our brain is receiving and responding to so many different sen- um, sensory, whatever, experiences. So many... Uh, so much information. But we're, we don't recall it. And, like, if you actually think of memories, you might think back to when you're, like, four years old or, like, five years old. And you can barely remember um what your life was like without actually like looking through videos or looking through pictures whatever but all that information is stored in our brain which is why hypnosis actually does work because that's when it taps into those moments so actually some people have gone through hypnosis and they fully recalled childhood memories that were stored into their subconscious and I think there's so much power in hypnosis that I'm I'm fully intrigued in that and I want to see especially with like my whole flying issue I'm like I would love to see if I could convince yeah. my brain that my ris- my trauma response and how I tell myself all these horrible things how they're actually just beliefs that I have because of trauma but I actually can take all the rational and logical information that we know exists and it's truth and it's fact and actually convince my subconscious that that is the truth yeah
0: you have to reprogram your go, go through
1: the fun facts no but I think it's so
0: interesting <laughs> because apparently our conscious mind is kind of responsible for short-term memory and our subconscious memory which is it's kind of constantly recording right whatever we're doing or Cara was saying and that memory is permanent like we don't lose that even if we are not consciously aware of them so they're always operating and influencing yeah. us in the background even if we're not aware which I just think is is so crazy
1: it's so cool I know, especially childhood memories. I think you you underestimate how important your childhood is in shaping who you are today as a person or who you become.
0: And I've kind of got like some fun facts about the subconscious, which like low-key blew my mind. So the first one is that there is no verbal language associated with your subconscious mind. So it stores all of our thoughts or all of its thoughts, ideas, concepts via symbols and associations. So that's how it communicates with us versus kind of like conventional language, which we would use in the conscious mind and which we would learn through that, which I just thought was so interesting because it that really translates well to the dreams, doesn't it? Like it's communicating yeah. via symbols and imagery. signs and yeah. And then this is one which is a bit controversial. So I saw that kind of the research says that the gut instinct that you have is the product of your subconscious mind. So this kind of deep feeling that warns us that something is like dangerous or we should avoid a specific person is the product of our subconscious at work. And so it's like, obviously you shouldn't ignore that because this could be the secret to avoiding something serious or that may harm you. But equally, I think this means that something sometimes it could just be a product of your own insecurities and like past trauma if you have like a sinking mm. feeling in your stomach. And I was talking about this with my housemates the other day. And they're quite they're all they're they're very spiritual. And one of my housemates practices Hinduism, and she was saying that for her, she doesn't believe in this. She thinks that gut instinct is actually, comes from something higher like it's your intuition it's like a higher form of consciousness higher than your subconscious which you should trust at all times because it's kind of guiding you from a higher place you know and Mm -hmm. my other friend agreed with that as well to be honest like I I feel like maybe it's a bit of both like maybe there's different levels to our gut instinct like maybe some of it is impacted by our subconscious so maybe we have to question it. Like, am I really feeling this, you know, gut instinct sinking feeling in my stomach? Or or positive feeling even. Like am I drawn to something because it's really what I should be doing? Because it's my intuition telling me something is either good or bad for me. Like when you yeah. instantly meet someone and you just have like this feeling that you can trust them I'm... or you can't, you know?
1: Or the opposite, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or is it my past experiences? potentially tainting me towards something and clouding my viewpoint so Mm. and I'm sure that maybe if you manage to tackle your subconscious better that maybe then you'd be able to really hone in of that into that feeling of like what's your true intuition and that's maybe where your power would come from I do think
1: though even if something isn't is in our subconscious we at least for me I do think I still have some awareness like sometimes I'll meet someone and I'll instantly have like a gut feeling where mm. I'm like, mm, I don't think this person would be good for me. And there could be two situations. There's a first situation where I'm like, it's because this person has attributes and behaviors and whatever that remind me of someone that has hurt me in the past. Yeah, and then I can be aware that okay, the reason I don't like their behavior is because I've I've recognized that that behavior has caused me harm in the past. Yeah, but sometimes I can also meet someone. And just have this feeling where I'm like, I just don't think they're good for me, but there's no reason why. And that for me is when it's different. Yeah, that's when it's more like probably my higher self warning me. Yeah, without any logical reason. And I think for me, I can actually differentiate between, like, I know when it's my past affecting me. I think, or I mean, I'm sure there is a level where it's it really is so subconscious that there's like no reason for it. And I wonder maybe it's maybe with the the warning part of it where like I have no th- evidence to back up why I'm feeling this way, there could be, but I'm just completely not aware of mm-hmm. it. I don't know, and maybe because I think I do tap into my subconscious sometimes, and
0: maybe both are valid, you know, like maybe even the part where you meet someone and you instinctively don't trust them because they display those attributes of somebody that hurt you in the past, like that's still something to be listened to, right because
1: yeah, that's definitely a
0: sign that maybe they could like don't know be cruel to you or betray your trust or whatever like I do think our subconscious is obviously intelligent and trying to protect us but I guess it's just about like questioning yourself if you are in your own way or you know if it's
1: yeah and I think like for that specific example as well it's not closing you off completely uh closing yourself off completely yeah it's still being open to get to know that person and then Based on how they actually treat you and and things that actually happen, happen, then making decisions. Um, but like something I always remember is like, I would always trust my dad with my friendships growing up because Mm -hmm. he would always be like, this person's gonna hurt you. Or like, I don't, he'll just say, I don't trust this person. And every single person that he said that, um, to ended up hurting me. So like, I just now, whenever I, whenever I like meet new people, I'm like, dad. Thoughts, please <laughs> am I gonna be fucked over <laughs> let me know <laughs> that's so well, good though that's yeah, so, so I mean I, I do think parents
0: subconscious parents have like some sort of sixth is it a sixth sense Extra. I don't know yeah, what do you call I, I agree like especially with partners like romantic partners I would trust my parents extremely well yeah. to like know who's right for me um okay should I go through the others yeah so next one is that habits are the results of the subconscious as well which is why kind of like breaking and reworking a habit through the conscious mind will never work which I think is really interesting which I think is why we have to practice habits so much again and again until it becomes part of our subconscious and only then will it become a habit
1: which is why breaking habits are also just as hard as well
0: exactly yeah Which I just think is interesting. And also, our subconscious is the source of our beliefs and limitations. So really, our subconscious could be the only thing holding us back from happiness and success because you think that they're true even though they're not. And kind of us just going through our lives, like accepting them to be true, our subconscious maintains them and applies them in our daily life. And we Mm. just need to be able to open our eyes to them and see... That they're only creation of our imagination then we can free ourselves from that
1: i think also tapping into that um there's they the conscious mind and the subconscious mind communicate with each other and they literally they take the subconscious mind takes anything any conscious beliefs or limitations that you have seriously so if your conscious mind is literally saying like i'm not going to be able to do this like i can't i won't pass my exams your subconscious is going to be like okay that's you're not going to pass it. And yeah. it starts to believe it. And it's going to store so that important. for the future. Yeah, it's going to store that belief that you're not going to be able to do that. Which is why I think even with parents at a young age when they tell you like, oh, she's not... Like, let's say you did bad on like a math exam. And then your mom tells you, oh yeah, you know, she's just not good at math. Maybe you just had a bad day. But your brain will hear that information. And when, when your consciousness tells the subconscious that, You will forever believe well unless you reprogram it but you will believe whatever that information is being received which is why it's so important and we'll i think we'll talk about this in part two um to talk to yourself in a in a way that's not so critical because your subconscious truly does believe whatever your conscious mind is communicating
0: yeah and very in line with that our subconscious can't analyze or interpret information So all of like the analysis and interpretation of things comes and occurs in the conscious mind. So the subconscious actually can't differentiate what's real from what's imagined, because again, that capacity for analysis is in the conscious mind. So our imagination can trick the subconscious, which can make like the border between reality and imagination blurred, which obviously in some instances can be harmful if we have beliefs that aren't true or... You know, yeah. I think we can get so in our own heads sometimes. I think that that can be overthinking or over- worrying as well, but also it's another underlying reason for the power of hypnosis because in those mm. when we're tapping into hypnosis uh tapping into our subconscious through hypnosis, the subconscious can't differentiate between what's real and what's not.
1: Would you ever want to go through? hypnosis if that's the correct way to use the term
0: (laughs) if i really i would really need to trust the person doing it (laughs) because i definitely i do believe in it so yeah i think it would be very important that the person that's doing it truly is not only obviously like like, well practiced yeah but is like really has my best interests at heart because i think i know isn't that so scary
1: though like you let someone I don't know, enter your subconscious mind yeah. and, like, try to heal you. And, like, there's so much trust you have to put into someone yeah. to go through that. So, yeah, I, I can imagine it. Well, I mean, you you have heard sto- – I mean, I've heard stories. I don't know if you've heard stories, Leo, where people take advantage of others. I you? haven't,
0: but I can imagine.
1: Yeah. It's bad. bad. It's very bad. But anyways.
0: <laughs> so another one is that actually subconscious mind – so experts estimate that the subconscious mind – is about a million times stronger than your conscious mind. So people spend so much time in terms of like the force it has and the impact it has. Mm. So we spend so much time like worrying about how to grow and develop our conscious mind. But actually, you know, we are ignoring the greatest force, which could be driving us forward. And then obviously, which we kind of already said, but our subconscious is always awake so even when we're sleeping so that's why also even when you're listening to things when like whilst you're asleep I mean that's I think why people tell you to like listen to things in other languages or whatever not when when you're sleeping or in a coma or whatever that people can still record it even if maybe our conscious mind isn't aware of it our subconscious is recording all of it and is aware
1: yeah
0: which shows me even as a parent that you have to be so careful about what you're saying about your child when it's sleeping like you could even be impacting it in that that way take
1: it literally yeah yeah because literally science shows that we still hear and process everything even when we're asleep so isn't that crazy it is insane
0: but i guess maybe we have less of a filter because obviously the subconscious can't analyze it so it might even impact us in like a more direct way without us then even even being consciously aware of what we heard also which is a really good thing is that our subconscious mind can be programmed through repetition so affirmations for example can give can really give us like tangible power to do what we want and to really change how how we operate and how we believe in ourselves and how we kind of are acting in the physical world
1: yeah I mean I think it's so interesting right because affirmations is so like popular in today's I don't know trendy culture whatever but I feel like no one well not no one but it's when you actually think about how it works and why affirmations work it's it's literally because you're convincing your subconscious that 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 that's like and how it's you also, truly see yourself and how you value yourself but the,
0: the thing is i'm it's so, so glad that obviously it's coming in popular culture and freaking tiktok is making it the bee's knees but how many people of those millions <laughs> people watching those tiktoks are actually applying that to their daily lives like how many people are actually waking up and the first thing they're doing is i don't know like repeating affirmations looking in the mirror repeating affirmations going to a meeting repeating affirmations in your head like I think there's such power in it which we're and it's and it's so easy to do you know in theory and it's I think something where we can really tap into it
1: I have this app on my phone that um, sends me random notifications during the day it's called I am it's I love it it's I have that one too it's so sweet I literally just get random and it has like its own notification sound so I'm like oh my god and then it will say something like I am grateful for the love that I have in my life and then I'll read it and I'll like say it out loud and I'm like oh (laughs) she's being positive
0: (laughs) maybe that's a fun tip like especially because we were we've been talking about affirmations a lot because one of my housemates practices it a lot like more Mm. than we do And she said, and we all have noticed a tangible difference in how she's acted and how she, like, even the success that she's attracted since she started using specific affirmations and since she's been doing it more. So we've been speaking a lot about it in the house and, like, thinking about, like, obviously affirmations kind of, I think it, obviously sometimes it helps to look online for inspiration and see which ones resonate to you. But I think it's very personal to you, like, what do you feel like you need to hear like and that could be different at different points of the day to kind of like affirm maybe those beliefs that are holding you back and slowly train your mind to think differently yeah it's so
1: personalized and tailored to the individual
0: yeah yeah Okay the last one which is very kind of circling back to how this whole topic came about is that our subconscious communicates with us through our dreams. So even though often like I feel like it's kind of a joke when you're like telling people about your crazy dreams and stuff it is a form of communication that is used by our subconscious mind. So the signs and symbols that dreams contain are used to convey specific messages, yeah.
1: but I think it's so. It's like the affirmations. It's when it's tailored to you. Like, uh, if you see, a, like, I don't believe those things. Where it's like, oh, if you dream of, like, a clock, that means that you're scared that your life, like, you're running out of time in your life. I think those things are so like generalized. I think a meaning of an object in your dream can differ based on your own experiences. If that makes sense, like you know when you know when you see those generalized websites where they're like, oh. Um, if you dream of like a yellow cat, then you're gonna get sick next week. Like I think those things are so stupid, <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree. I do think that because I've also read that, for example, like dreaming of being naked in public means that it's something to do with like vulnerability or you know being scared of vulnerability or of anything like that, yeah.
1: and I feel like that kind of makes sense, well, I think that makes sense, yeah. That does make sense. I think it's more when they're like stupid Yeah, things.
0: I don't think if you dream of a yellow um, cat, you're going to get sick next week.
1: I made that up on the spot. So <laughs> don't don't quote me on that.
0: <laughs> Watch me dream of a yellow cat tonight.
1: <laughs> well, you'll know why. It's because we were talking about it in the conscious world. Something I found really interesting as well about the subconscious mind is, which I think will tie into part two, um, is that it is it is truly primal. So it will try to protect, like it literally has a flight Uh, Fight or flight mentality, which is why sometimes I don't think it's the most trusted source because we're obviously not in that state of mind where we need to constantly be worried that we're gonna die. So, like, some I think sometimes our subconscious mind can be outdated, which again is why we need to program it. Um, But it 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 doesn't use any logical reasoning and it's all like emotional based and like survival based, which is why sometimes our gut feelings and like what our subconscious is telling us can actually limit us
0: you know what is so interesting though as well because obviously our subconscious doesn't analyze information
1: yeah
0: or interpret it in that way because it can't it can actually give us like the power to live in the present is what i read so because we Mm -hmm. can be so caught up in like our conscious mind like worrying about something thinking about our past like regretting it being anxious about the future actually trying to tap into your subconscious gives us the power to just influence the here and now and focusing on the present because it's that thing of like constantly recording so it's you know it's actually less analytical
1: that confuses me a little bit though because we know that it's so our subconscious mind is is based on our memories and our past experiences so like how can it be so past Focus and like influenced by the past and all those memories and trauma but then be so present like it's a bit that intrigues me and I think it it confuses me a little bit
0: I mean I'm not a scientist but I I feel like it's Leo tell
1: me (laughs) I feel like it's just because
0: sometimes you know when when you say you just have to switch off your thinking mind you know or even in meditation you're going into a different state like you are also tapping into your subconscious I think it's just a different state of being versus
1: yeah I think constantly being
0: thinking about something like I don't know worrying about xyz going through your to-do list you know that is actually in a way prohibiting you from just experiencing the now obviously your conscious is going to be feeding into the subconscious when you're perceiving the present because again it's the five senses and all of that (laughs) you know but I think it's our subconscious is going to help us to really live in the present yeah. But then again, it is interesting because, yeah, our conscious mind is what directs the subconscious. So re- I read that subconscious is kind of like if you're using a metaphor, it's kind of like a computer. Yeah. So it's kind of, it sets out to create whatever it's directed to create by the consciousness. So I, I read that it's kind of like it executes the software that's installed on it, like speaking in metaphorical terms. So it doesn't matter if, whether it's a useful program or a destructive virus. Like the hard drive, which is our subconscious, doesn't get to choose its own programs. So the conscious mind in this analogy is kind of like the user in front of the computer like pulling up the programs that need to be run. Yeah. And that's like the basis of mental creation, which apparently is a term for consciously creating your reality through the power of your mind. So that's kind of like using the directive power And I think that's, that's obviously the base of manifestation, right? Mm. Persistently thinking of something, creating mental images in like your conscious mind until it kind of passes over to our subjective mind where all of like the creation and creativity then takes place. So that's kind of, again, where like manifestation affirmations, law of attraction all come in. Mm,
1: That's so interesting. Yeah, I think as much as it's hyped and everything, we don't, we like, at least I don't know you and I. Maybe we don't tap into the, its power as much as we could, um, and it'll be interesting to see how we could do that. Also, I I I don't know a lot about the law of attraction. Is it just the this whole idea that the more we manifest things and like we tap into our subconscious and tell ourselves that these things are happening, will attract those things? Is it literally just that? Yeah,
0: I think law of attraction is about manifestation and the, and that if you really and I mean that's where like vision boards and everything come in. Like if you truly believe something. And like speaking as if it's already in your life. Like I am successful. I have the love that I deserve. Whatever. <laughs> I'm surrounded <laughs> by whatever not. That um, then it's going to attract those things into your life. To be honest I don't know that much about it either. So maybe it's something. If you guys are interested let us know. We could do a whole yeah. episode about it. And I guess again there's you know limits to it. But there's real truth to it. Like I was listening to a podcast episode. Where I was saying that the reason why manifestation works is because if you are believing something or if you're thinking of a certain future that you want it's actually opening new mental pathways in your brain because our brain is obviously adaptable and malleable so because you're then opening that pathway already it's increasing the likelihood of it actually happening because it's then already open and it's then going to be easier for you to actually go down that route so even in sports If you're not training, like physically training, it helps you if you're going in your head through the exact steps that you would go through or like the exact routines. Or I bet I think it would be the same in music as well to really visualize what are you doing with your hands? What are you playing? And then actually that is going to translate into physical training, which I just think is fascinating. Like we have so much power to impact our physical world and what we're experiencing and our talents and our success which is amazing I think and we just should tap into so much more and I think in next week's episode we're going to go more into how can we actually tap into that power of our subconscious and Obviously, we were speaking a bit about how behavior is so controlled by the subconscious mind and habits and how, obviously, if we're kind of just allowing our subconscious minds to just automate our decisions and behaviors, which were written by us subconsciously, you know, we're repeating the same behavioral and thought patterns over and over again. So, you know, once we become aware of it, start paying attention to these patterns, we really can start rewriting these programs which I guess that what like a lot of us want to do right if there's things yeah. that I think there's certain things that are holding each one of us back and to like operate at I feel like highest potential is it sounds so strange because it, it sounds like the thing that we were talking about in last week's episode of like continuously self-optimizing but I don't think again there's anything
1: wrong bad <laughs> or
0: wrong in trying to tackle our limiting beliefs and you know, paying attention to why are we actually behaving and thinking the way we do about ourselves, yeah. and starting to think more positively.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of us, all we want to do at the end of the day is, like, to make, is to make the most of the time that we have Yeah, on this earth, so I don't think there's any point, like, anything wrong with wanting to make sure we experience it to the fullest, and, like, yeah. properly understanding ourselves, and Not letting... Like, the saddest thing is that most of the time it's our own beliefs that limit us. So it's more about, like, actually seeing your worth, knowing that you're put on this planet for a reason and you're worthy, and there's a lot more that you... Like, there's a lot that you can give um, in this world. And so it's... I think just, like, seeing... Being able to know the power that you have and stuff is so rewarding to yourself, like, more than anything. It's more just, like, learning your importance... And that's, I think, there's something so powerful in that.
0: I completely agree. I also think, like, this kind of made me realize, like, that we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves or kind of frustrated with ourselves when things don't change as quickly as we want them to or habits don't change as quickly as we want them to or those behaviors or thinking patterns because we all want to obviously exercise the power of free will and act and think about ourselves the way we do you know, in the present moment. But then sometimes I think we can be frustrated with like, why isn't this happening yet? Or why, you know, Mm -hmm. am I still letting my insecurities get to me even though I rationally know they're not true? But I think it just shows... But we know why.
1: Yeah, it just shows how deep-rooted these are and how it's going to take work. Like It's so habitual. So yeah, we need to... There's so much effort that's going to go into it.
0: Yeah, I think impacting our... And changing our subconscious... And my friend who practices Hinduism, she was saying that this is one of our greatest tasks, but the one that can change it all, like learning how to have power over our subconscious mind. And that will kind of get us to that state where we all want to be, where, yeah, we'll be feeling those highs of joy and those down moments that are also, you know, human emotions, but we won't be kind of dragged through the mud with it all. You know we'll be able to have that like peace of mind which yeah. I think a lot of us are striving for you know
1: mm. and just being kind to yourself at the end of the day yeah and yeah I think we can <laughs> <laughs>
0: leave it at that for today and then we're gonna do some more research into how we can do all of this and I guess we want to do this as well right yeah. I'm gonna report back on the status of my dreams Cara will as well <laughs> oh. Hopefully in like a year, we can look back and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, once in a while, I still have a dream that's driven by fears. But, you know, half of the time, actually, I'm dreaming about nice things yeah. or whatever we'll <laughs> be dreaming about.
1: <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. Um. But yeah, we're going to put this episode up. Um, and in the meantime, if you listen to it and you are intrigued by anything and like you want us to do some research um to talk about it in the next episode then yeah do message us on instagram at the match diaries where we can hopefully see your message and we can do more research to make sure that we're tackling as much as we can because we find most of the time what you share with us we're like oh shit that's actually so interesting we should we should have mentioned this or like that's so cool to tap into so yeah we appreciate all the input yeah and even if
0: maybe you have some personal stories on like where your subconscious mind has either aided you or inhibited you from doing yeah. something, that that'd be super interesting to share. Um, yeah, we
1: can put it on our stories as well. So everyone Yeah,
0: shows. and if, yeah, if we read it before next week's episode, then we can include it.
1: Right, I'm gonna go put my swimsuit on. <laughs> I'm gonna put a
0: cozy autumnal outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening and we hope you're having a wonderful week and enjoying whatever... Weather you're in right now. At least we're representing both fans. <laughs> <Fun. laughs> and yeah, follow us on Instagram or if you're interested in books, join our book club on Patreon. Bye-bye. Bye guys. Bye.